0: my gosh, I'm doing this. I have a podcast. Welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. In today's episode, I'm sharing with you how I went from failing to fruitful in career and motherhood. I'm walking you through some of the pains and trials I walked through and how they've now become triumphs. I can't wait for you to learn more about the show and just get a nice introduction today. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God. And you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life. Then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the King. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, be encouraged empowered and partnered with jesus to get breakthrough in your faith motherhood wellness and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment you were born for such a time as this ladies i'm so pumped to be here with you but before i share my story I want to sincerely thank you for allowing me to speak into your life today, and please know that I will never, ever take it for granted. It truly is an honor to serve you, as I believe God has called me to do. All right, let's dive in. I want to take you back, back to about several years ago when I was trying to do everything through my own strength. I was completely overwhelmed, exhausted, and just feeling like I was never, ever good enough. I was just trying to manage all the things as a working mom. The mental load was incredible, you know, managing the schedules, my boy sports, my husband had a crazy work schedule, keeping up with the house cleaning, gosh, trying to just make healthy meals for my family and myself, meal prepping, making time for prayer and for workouts, and then not to mention all my career demands and so on top of all this I was just spending way 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 too much time at work and then I found myself being super impatient and I would have these like bursts of anger that I absolutely hated and and really I don't like to use the word hate very often but I absolutely did not like him. And so um I was also just trying to seek food freedom. At the point I was pre-diabetic after having Austin, um, we call him Ozzy, my second son, and so I was just really trying to hold it all together, so that from the outside looking in, everything looked good, right? Super awesome, nothing to worry about here, right? But really, the truth is, I felt like I was just failing in all aspects of my life. It was, it was just awful, and I was constantly falling into the traps of the enemy and believing in all the limiting beliefs. All the lies that he was so cleverly attacking me with that he does to us as moms, like feeling like I didn't have what it takes. And also like these overwhelming emotions of shame, which is so heavy and it is so restricting and it really is a huge barrier to us living a free life. Probably in future episodes, we'll get into a lot more here, but really just things like having my first son before marriage, um, body image issues and, and challenges that I dealt with that, that led to a breast reduction. Um, I, I did suffer a miscarriage during this time, which all of these really impacted the intimacy in my life. This was a big one for me. And then also just the guilt, the guilt of working all the time. And I was just feeling like I was pouring into other kids way more than I was my own. I've worked in college athletics for for many years, and so I was really wanting to be home, and, and I couldn't at that time. I also was just so worried and consumed with what other people thought about me, and I was letting those thoughts just control what I did, what I didn't do, what I said, or what I didn't say. And it was exhausting. I was dealing with perfectionism and control. I had my worth tied into what I was doing and what I accomplished, which really just led to me, you know, trying to please people all the time. And so because really I was walking in a false identity and it was not my God-given identity. And no matter, no matter what, what I did, I could not love my kids and my husband and others the way I so deeply wanted to. I could do it for these short spurts of time, but I really couldn't find the authentic consistency, the deep love that that I was really striving for at the time. And so it actually created more guilt feelings. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I, I couldn't do this. I wasn't good enough, all the things. And it really got to a point where I simply could not do it anymore. I couldn't do it alone. It was absolutely too much. There were many crying nights and something had to change. Bottom line, there was no other option. And I also want to share that my husband, Anthony, he's a incredible husband and father. He goes above and beyond for us. He works incredibly hard for us and he leads our family as God is calling him to. And so I knew that wasn't it. What I did know, what I did discover however, was Jesus was calling me to him and that I had to lean on Jesus and I needed to come to him. And so guess what I did? I made the decision to invite Jesus in and this mama changed everything. Aside from the really critical decision to open my heart to Jesus and to let him in. I really focused on practical ways of doing so in my day-to-day and I want to share some of those ways with you and one or two of them might resonate with you and you might try to implement in your life and they might be helpful to you. And so I started being super intentional about getting closer to Jesus and really focusing on discovering who he is. And I started being way more curious about him. And by doing this, I set intentional prayer time. I started reading my Bible, listening to Bible podcasts. I also do daily devotionals. One of my good friends gave me a daily devotional from Sarah Young. It's called Jesus Calling. It's one of my absolute favorites. And I made a decision to give Jesus my first fruits of the day, meaning that as soon as I wake up before my feet, hit the ground, I invite Jesus into my day and i say a quick prayer. And so i've also surrounded myself with people who are completely sold out to Jesus. I wanted to be around other people that had what i wanted, that that really intimate true relationship with Jesus. And then it's it's incredible how your relationship grows with Jesus when you finally trust him to say yes to what he's calling you to do. And so finally after several years i said yes to volunteering at a women's faith-based center. I'm like, "Okay, Jesus, I have no idea how I'm gonna squeeze this into my busy day. But yes, it finally took me, I think it was, gosh, three years to say yes to this. And that also allowed me to surround myself with people who were faith-based. And then I also started to invest in myself, invest in my wellness, my wellness routine, my supplement routine, my liquid collagen. It became part of our monthly budget. It was just a no-brainer. I was going to prioritize myself. Again, I wanted to have this really strong relationship with Jesus, and so I had this deep desire to know him more intimately and what I did was I started working with a spiritual coach and together we worked with the Holy Spirit to identify root causes of emotional physical and spiritual strongholds and stressors in areas of my life where I either knowingly or unknowingly had an agreement with them and with the enemy and through repentance I was able to bring them all to the foot of the cross and allowed the blood of Jesus to just wash over them and I was able to experience this unbelievable forgiveness and deep healing and all of this ultimately what it did was it led to me being in a position to be able to receive God's grace he had a gift for me this whole time he was just waiting for me to be in a space where I could receive it And this allowed me to truly trust him and to be in his presence, to keep my focus on him, irregardless of all the chaos (laughs) of everything around me, irregardless of what people were thinking about me or saying about me. I want to put it on the record, like I am not perfect. (laughs) Perfect is an absolute lie. However, I am able to live in greater peace and freedom and when I do slip I'm able to bounce back faster right I have that ability and that grace from Jesus and so what changed was now I operate from a place of partnership with Jesus and I trust him I surrender it all to him every day And this allows me to walk in my God-given identity. And this is the absolute real game changer. I've grown to really trust Jesus and and believe that I am his beloved. I am not his do-loved, where my worth used to come from what I produced, how well I did it, rather than simply just belonging to him. My worth comes from just simply being his daughter. When I'm feeling super overburdened, I stand on God's word. And I want to share with you this Bible verse from Matthew 11, 28, 30. That really is a foundational Bible verse for me during these times. God says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart And you, mama, will find rest for our souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So if if at any point I feel like, oh my gosh, my burden is so heavy, I can't do this, then I know it's not from God because I know God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. And so what I do is I do my very best to ask him, to help me let it go and surrender it to him because i know that free people free people and free moms help their kids and their family find freedom and jesus led me to solutions ways to create more ease in my life if you want more ease in your life raise your hand right both my hands are up <laughs> i'm going to share these tactical ways that i implemented they're actually three questions that I had to get really real with and answering them and I journaled them out And I'll give you some examples here in just a bit, but I want to share the questions with you first. First question is, what is draining me? Which includes, what do I need to let go of or ask for help with? The second question is, what is it costing me? And the third question is, who can I ask to help me? And this includes, what am I doing for others that they can actually do for themselves? And I wanted to be super solution focused. I'm grabbing my journal because I want to share with you some of the, the that I actually journaled through, so that way you can get a sense of maybe what it was like. I broke it up into three columns. I have my personal life, my career, and then I also have a side business. I'm gonna share with you three examples from my personal life. The first one is house cleaning. House cleaning absolutely drains me because I like things orderly, I like things put away. My kids would say I like things spotless (laughs) if you ask them. And this includes the laundry, right? The folding of the clothes. And so I wrote it down because it's a stressor that I had at the time. And then when I think about what is, what are these things costing me, when it comes to house cleaning, it's costing me my peace and my time, my time with my family. And mama, we know as working moms, our time is precious. We don't have a lot of it. And so when we do get it, it needs to be very intentional with our family. And we want to be in the best mood, right? When you're around your family. And when my house was dirty and I was scrubbing toilets on Saturday morning while my kids are playing. YouTube and what and video games or watching YouTube brother and playing video games I wasn't a happy camper I wasn't a happy mom either right or wives that was a huge stressor groceries it was costing me just like the frustration and the stress of having to do it and I didn't want to leave again time I didn't want to leave my family and be gone for two hours to go to the grocery store and bedtime it was costing me rest precious sleep I believe that sleep is a gift from Jesus and it was costing me that and so next what I focused on is who can I ask to help me including what can others do for themselves so like for house cleaning the boys can do things on their own I don't have to clean their toilets right they're old enough to where they can pitch in I started asking them to help me, right? It wasn't just a mom thing, it was a us thing. Also, I really felt like this was such a big stressor in my life that I was willing to sacrifice additional money to get a house cleaner. And so we have somebody come every two weeks to clean our house and it's worth every dollar when I walk in and my house is so spotless and I do not have to clean all Saturday. And that was something we were willing to invest in as a family. When it comes to grocery shopping, I was looking at solutions like grocery pickup. It's like everywhere now. Ways to ways to streamline our grocery list, which in other episodes we'll, we'll dive deeper into that. And it was like my husband shopped sometimes. I shop sometimes. Sometimes we'll go shopping as a family so I don't feel all alone doing it. So those are just strategies. Those are ways that I could ask for help. And all of this that we're talking about today, it's an ongoing process. So God is so good that he doesn't often just reveal everything that we need to work through all at once. He's so gentle and he brings them to our awareness over time as we're ready to start tackling them and to draw closer to him. And now it's your turn. I wanna give you these tactical actions that you can actually apply to your life so that you can receive and open the gifts of freedom and peace from God. Let's do this. I wanna leave you with this activation that is going to lead you to results in your life that will help shift your mindset into new ways of doing. So again, think about these three questions and I would love for you to come share your answers to them in my Facebook group, the Rooted Working Mom Community. If you're not a part of it, I would love for you to join us. Lots of great and fun things happening over there. Again, the three questions are, what is draining me? What is it costing me? And who can I ask to help me? I'm so grateful to share my story with you. I look forward to diving deeper into topics we talked about today and many more mama dates together. I'd love to close this out in prayer. Father God, thank you for this divine appointment you orchestrated today. Thank you for this platform to connect with each other and grow together in your love. I ask, Father, that you bless the mamas listening today and that you draw us near to you. I pray protection and guidance over them and their children and their families, Lord Jesus. May we go from feeling like we're failing to fruitful in motherhood and our career as we walk in our true identity given by you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Blessings. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way. I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.